if you currently are in a phase in your life where you feel the film industry sucks, it's a fuck all place and it's just full of chaprusi and fuck it, then make a film about that. If I work with the Vidya Varan, I cannot shoot on the road. I cannot shoot, I cannot make Tikli and Lakshma on the road. I am unfortunately stuck in that space that I can only make films like this. I have no option. It's not even like I come in saying that मुझे इंडी बनना है मुझे ये बनना है ये मतलब ये तरीका है तो हम ये कर रहे हैं दैट्स बेसिकली नमस्कार वेलकम टू वेयर वी टॉक अबाउट फिल्म्स अ पॉडकास्ट वेयर आई मीन वेयर वी टॉक अबाउट फिल्म्स माय नेम इज विदार जोशी आई एम योर होस्ट एंड टुडेस एपिसोड इज अबाउट राइटिंग डायरेक्टिंग प्रोड्यूसिंग एंड इट्स इट्स मोर अबाउट हाउ फिल्म मेकर कैन एक्सप्लोर हिमसेल्फ बाय मेकिंग फिल्म्स बाय टेलिंग द स्टोरीज ही वांट्स टू टेल एंड बहुत सही है यार बहुत बहुत सीखने मिला मेरे को सो आई होप यू गाइस हैव फन एज़ वेल Hi. So today we have with us an artist who is very protective about his freedom. A man who tells stories which genuinely come from within. Stories as unique as the titles he uses, like "Tikli and Lakshmi Bomb," "Tota Pataka Item Mall," and many more to come. As he once said, that he makes films to shut the noise outside so that he can vent out the noise within him. Today, to understand this a bit more, and to tell us the story of a storyteller. We have with us writer, director, producer, musician, novelist, Mr. Aditya Kriplani. Thank you so much for joining us, sir. Thanks, Vidar. How are you? Thank you. I am okay. I've just gotten to know that both my best friends are COVID positive, and their families are COVID positive. This happened like oh. five minutes ago, so I think I'm just a little preoccupied with that. But sorry, go on, man. That's fine. Okay, so uh, difficult spot yeah. to start at, but okay, let's yeah. let's do it. so i want to know that uh, since you started telling stories you were an ftii then you uh, were not doing films for a really long time so what is that one thing which made you come back to films i think what made me really come back was reach like the initial idea was that films have they seem to cross these boundaries mm-hmm. of being literate and language mm-hmm. to a greater extent than novels so i think reach was the uh, factor that made me come back Like you can, I felt that, and the other thing was that I think when I was, uh, are you okay with me shifting into Hindi off and on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, yes, yes. Yeah. So, so when I was much younger, I think when I was about twenty four, twenty five, जब मैंने किताबें लिखी थी और मैंने उनको publish किया था खुद ही, उसके पहले मुझे writer बनना था. मैं पढ़ता था, लेखन कर रहा था, ऐसे ऐसे. मतलब मैं वही बनने आया था, writer ही बनने, scene writer बनने आया था. But मुझे लगा था कि यहाँ अगर आपको कुछ कहना है तो फिर वो काम ढूंढना बहुत ही मुश्किल है मतलब महीने के दस हजार ढूंढना भी बहुत मुश्किल लग रहा था डिप्रेशन हो जाती थी दिमागी संतुलन एकदम खो जाता था तो फिर जब खुद की किताबें पब्लिश की तो मुझे लगा कि शायद फिल्मों के साथ भी ऐसा कर सकते हैं ओके तो आइडिया की आप एक ऑटोनोमस तरीके से या खुद के बलबूते पे फिल्में बना सकते हैं वो अभी तो इस युग का आइडिया है ना जो आप अब 10 साल 20 साल पहले आप कर ही नहीं पाते थे अभी ओटीटी प्लेटफॉर्म्स हैं इसलिए हम कर पाएंगे अब फिल्मों अभी फिल्म सेल्यूलॉइड की फिल्में नहीं बनती है डिजिटल पे बनती है इसलिए हम कर पाते हैं तो दैट्स वेयर इट केम फ्रॉम आई थिंक इट आई थिंक आई वाज एबल टू कम बैक टू फिल्म बिकॉज़ आई हैड सम इंक्लिंग दैट मे बी आई कैन डू इट द वे आई हैड डन नोवेल्स एंड दैट्स प्रोबब्ली वेयर या इफ आई हैड फेल्ट दैट इफ आई हैड फेल्ट द सेम प्रेशर ऑफ Having to 
लोगों को चूना लगा के फिल्म बनाना मुझे बहुत मुश्किल लगता है मतलब वो because unfortunately वही है मतलब आप what, what do you mean by चूना लगाना पड़ता है producer को चूना लगा because ऐसा है कि सबका agenda अलग है किसी studio head को मनोज बाजपेयी के साथ फिल्म बनानी अभी वो बहुत पावरफुल स्टूडियो हेड है तो उसको फिर शाहरुख खान के साथ फिल्म बनानी वो नया नवेला स्टूडियो हेड है तो उसको मनोज बाजपेयी के साथ फिल्म बनानी है उनको वो करना है और आपको फिल्म बनानी है आपको कुछ कहना है अब मेरी मेरी दिक्कत यही है कि मुझे हमेशा कुछ तो आई कांट से सोसाइटी के साथ हमेशा बट कुछ तो जो जिस चीज को मैं समझने की कोशिश कर रहा हूँ उसी पे मैं लिखता हूँ मुझे वही फिल्म बनानी अनफॉर्चुनेटली फॉर द इंडस्ट्री बिकॉज दे डोंट लाइक दैट आई थिंक Uh, hmm. much my films all have women heroes why even i don't know hmm. so that means i'm already making an unsellable film from the uh, huh. from the sales point of view mm-hmm. uh, and then i am not making i don't know how to like i i'll try to explain this little clearer jaise agar main ek 50 saal ki aurat ke sath kahani likh raha hu ya 50 saal ki aurat ki kahani likh raha hu to phir wo Scalable होने के लिए विद्या वाला नहीं हो सकती है Which road am I going to make it on? Mm-hmm. And if I have to make it with them on the road, we have to lock down the road. Mm-hmm. Then I have to have a passing of cars. Every time I want a lorry, it has to be a passing. It's not my. It's not an actual lorry passing mm-hmm. by. Mm-hmm. So that becomes a different world only. Yeah. So I'm I'm unfortunately stuck in that space that I can only make films like this. Mm-hmm. I have no option. It's mm-hmm. not even like I come to think that. मुझे इंडी बनना है, मुझे ये बनना है. ये मतलब ये तरीका है तो हम ये कर रहे हैं. That that's basically it. Because okay. you want to be honest to what you want to make. You want to make a film where you want to shoot it on an actual road. Hmm. If you're talking about sex workers, then so much of the feeling of that film comes from the road itself. Road. So much yeah. of the feeling of the film comes from the fact that they're living in a basti actually. Hmm. That if they had to have a bit of mouthful of sky, then they would choose a male ka ghar. नीचे नहीं रहते वो ऊपर रहते ताकि ऊपर में थोड़ा कुछ दिख दिख पाए तो इफ यू वांट टू गेट इनटू ऑल दैट देन यू कांट शूट विद अ टबू कांट शूट विद विद्या बालन यू कांट स्टक इन दिस काइंड ऑफ फिल्मिंग नो देयर नो अदर वे टू गो सो आई थिंक केम बैक इनटू फिल्म सिनेमा बिकॉज़ इनिशियली जब मैं पटकथा लिख रहा था तो मुझे लगा कि जरिया ही नहीं है कोई पथ है ही नहीं जिसमें मैं चल सकता हूं तो मैंने छोड़ दिया था मुझे लगा कि भाई ये फिल्म का काम मुझे नहीं होगा क्योंकि जो मुझे कहना है वो कह नहीं पाऊं एंड आई एम श्योर एवरीवन फील्स दैट फ्रस्ट्रेशन व्हेन यू कम इन टू मेक फिल्म्स आई एम श्योर यू फील इट टू या या Yeah, yeah. Then okay. I think I came back to cinema only because I realized that maybe I can do the same thing that I did with books in books. cinema. Mm-hmm. That's the okay. Sanshipka jawab, Sanshipka wala jawab. So l- let's go back to the books. So uh, I read the briefs and I've seen both of your films and uh, I've read about the next film, Devi and Hero. So all these uh, stories have one thing in common, as we know, women. Very strong women characters. Stories about women. So where did this start? Stories about women. What influenced you, or what bothered you about women issues? Is 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 there a specific thing like strong women around, or women being suppressed around, or something like that? So till now, because this is a fairly popular question that is asked of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So till now, I have always given different answers, but I think of late, what I started to understand that it's not a social answer. The answer is psychological. And the hmm. answer is personal, and it and it, as it is with most people. 
Hmm. I think my uh, I ended up being around women more than men when I was younger. Okay. And I think to a great extent, uh, my when I wake up from my sleep, my first empathy zone is with women. It's not with men. Hmm. And now that is starting to change, which is why my, in my cinema also you see the advent of men starts coming in around baby or hero, and then with not today it becomes fifty hmm. fifty. With the next film, I'm making. Uh, next film making there are no men in it, but uh, the film I want to make two years later or the year after this is called Father Son Father, which is uh, three generations of men. So it's okay. only men. So I think what's uh. happening is that it's my psychological shift hmm. from not being able to relate to men much hmm. to now starting to relate to men as my own. Okay. And I think that's where all the films have come from hmm. in some sense. So I mean, none this... of these things you see on the outside, and what I'm talking about is something that's going on very deep within. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's yeah. talk about the deep within. There is this one thing you said, as I mentioned in the introduction, that there is this noise which you have to let it out. So what is this noise? Like currently, what is this noise? Because you also mentioned in your TED talk that you make films about something which is bothering you that year. So what is bothering you That's this year? What's bothering me this year? There are two things. I think what's been on my mind this year is what it is to be a parent figure. Okay. And. Uh, yeah, I think that's been about it. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. in the last couple of years, I felt parental emotion towards one of the ladies that we work with, mm-hmm. and now she has become like a daughter to Shweta and me both in some okay. sense. Uh, so I think from that has come this questioning and understanding of the role of the parent, of mm-hmm. what it is to undertake that journey, what it is to accept that role, uh, and so uh, I am no hero, or let's say not today, which is the suicide prevention mm-hmm. that I'm making. Has a very strong father-daughter undertone to the film. Okay. Uh, I am no hero, which I'm going to make in February, hopefully, if all mm. is well. Uh, is a mother-daughter story, and okay. father-son. Father is about three generations of men: a grandfather, a mm. father, and a son. Mm. So I think it is. There is this. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's basically where I'm at. I think it's things that I seem to feel for now about how we relate to our parents, how that how that journey changes as we go older. Mm-hmm. How you can only get the parentage you've craved for, because nobody gets the parentage they crave for. That's the beauty mm-hmm. of life. Uh, and the only way to get it is to try to give it. Okay. And then again, you fail in that, and again, you know, it's a beautiful thing. And then when mm-hmm. you re- by that time you really start understanding how your parents failed, because even they had the best intentions, uh-huh. and still they were failing. Mm-hmm. So you realize the, I mean, that there's a beautiful there's a beauty to that in understanding. I mean, Bollywood as a film, I think. Really did that well. Where you hmm. you saw that Ethan Hawke had certain dreams of being a musician, but then he compromises and he becomes someone else. And yeah, yeah. He's talking to his son about being a musician hmm. and about mm-hmm. achieving your dreams. So I think in some sense, that's what where my mind is about how we pass on stuff to other generations. And maybe maybe I'm nearing forty, so I'm I'm nearing that. There is a एक शिखर होती है ज़िंदगी की. आप उस शिखर तक पहुँच रहे हो. और एक वक्त के बाद उस शिखर से आप नीचे जाने लगते हो. This is just the nature of life. So I think I'm kind of, as one is getting closer to the summit of one's life, you are starting to also contemplate the journey back down in some oh. sense. Hmm. I don't know how else to put it, but oh, yeah, nice. That's no, that's this is a very beautiful way to put it. So uh, you said that uh, you uh, mentioned before that empathy towards women was there more than empathy towards men as you were grown up around women. So is does that make it easier for you, or does that make it uh, more firsthand for you to write women characters who are so realistic? Like uh, in films, in Hindi films, we don't see realistic women. It's just a persona created by the society. That's that's what we are seeing, right? But in your stories, the women are re- very realistic. 
like you believe putul you believe lakshmi bomb and everything so where does that come from like that deep understanding of women where does that come from i think it actually comes from a genderless zone in my head mm. because i don't you i think must. i've never seen them as anything different from me ha huh. maybe mm-hmm. that's it yeah so for me it is just like i if i made a story about two writers hmm. uh one older writer and one younger writer the older writer has lost any idealism and hmm. the younger writer wants to change the film industry hmm. then i could set the same story in the film industry and the uh, the downtrodden other writers hmm. so to my mind all i had to do was understand how they feel downtrodden i don't i am not in their shoes i have never been a sex yeah. worker and i have never been a woman both uh-huh. things but i think because i approach it in a genderless manner so i am able to empathize and then because hmm. i am able to empathize then i am able to write okay i think that i so, don't see them constantly as women i just see them as matlab hamdard matlab main hamdard hu matlab aur samvedan samvedana aapki jo vedana hai mujhe mehsoos ho rahi hai wo to samvedana samvedanshilta wahi se to aati hai to what you are going through that pain i am able to feel it if i am able to feel it i can put it out in such a way that others will also feel it and that's it and it becomes that simple I think I'm not. It's only because I'm not seeing them as women all the time, maybe you know. And okay. I don't see myself as a man. Huh. So both those boundaries uh-huh. are cut out in huh. some sense. So you were just writing human yeah. characters. Yeah, that's, my that's what is. That's, that's it. Yeah. Okay, so that is that's making it. it more realistic. Nice. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you wrote Lakshmi and Tikli Bomb, Tikli Bomb as a novel first, and then you made it into a film. So one usual thing is that in novel you can write what the character is feeling. but while you were making a film you have to show what the character is feeling it's a visual form so That's what right. was that transition like like uh, creating visuals to because i have a few visuals which i want to discuss with you which really impacted me from tota pataka mal uh, item mal sorry so let's talk about first okay. lakshmi and tikli bomb how did you create that how did that transition happen to create a visual story and externalizing what the character is feeling internally uh the thing is i don't remember the book now it's been a really long period okay. of time uh-huh. and uh also like right now i'm writing these two stories so i think my mind just been a bit mm-hmm. preoccupied with what's going on now so i can't i don't remember enough of the book to be able to answer that question really but i i do know that let's say the condom montage in the film hmm. uh was a very visual thing because uh-huh. i had to show that they're succeeding now uh-huh. and this idea of them doing a relay race with with a condom packet uh-huh. I mean, that was a very visual thing so uh-huh. i kind of in some sense i'm using cinema as a medium now uh-huh. and i'm not using novel uh-huh. or or that prabhat poster in the see, see it's a very what's interesting is that i never started off as a novelist i started off as a screenwriter uh-huh. so i feel that even my novel is very visual. very visual okay so there wasn't too much of that it's like when you're trying to put out uh give me an example if you're trying to take an orhan pamuk book or a murakami book hmm. for example and you're trying to make that a film that's a really difficult task hmm. but when you're writing taking a book like shantaram for example or harry potter and trying to make a film out of it i think it's much easier simply because they were never written as uh, people's being inside someone's mind uh-huh. if you're writing taking jd salinger's catcher in the rye and making a hmm. film out of it it's a very difficult task hmm. but i find that a lot of films that are written by very visual writers and i feel find that there is the gap isn't so big to start with only so mai kya kare dunga uska matlab maine film bhi aisi likhi thi jahan but ha lakshmi ke mujhe to lagta hai prabhat ka poster bhi shayad kitab mein tha hi ha ha 
तो आपको देख के इमीडिएटली समझ में आ जाता है कि देर इज सर्टन फेमिनिज्म इन हर इनहेरेंट दैट इज नॉट डेड इवन दो शी इज प्रोजेक्टिंग so yeah i i just remember ki how we took elements on the book and made them visual like at the end of the film there is a matchstick thing which was not there in the book of hmm. course i mean it was a very visual yeah, yeah. to put it uh-huh. uh, i'm trying to think of what else was visual in the film that wasn't there in the book but there wasn't too much of time spent inside the character's mind in the book book okay itna ki usko phir translate karna mushkil ho raha tha aisa kuch nahi tha because bahut hi kitab mein bhi kafi cheeze action ke dwara hi samajh mein aa rahi hai aisa nahi ki aap bahut waqt kisi ke dimag ke andar guzar rahe the jo kuch upanyasho mein hota hai lekin har upanyas mein nahi hota lekin shantaram mein aap uske dimag mein itna waqt nahi guzar rahe the bahar cheeze hoti ja rahi hai guzar ke rahe ho to bahut hi easy easily translatable thoughts hum okay So, uh, but you had some that visuals that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So I was saying yeah. that uh, externalizing an internal journey, or just uh, metaphors used in Tota Pataka item mall, like the uh, pictures of uh, goddesses on the on the thing they, uh, he's locked inside, and that just just that one visual says so much. Where he's abusing women and knocking on the thing, and then you can see that okay, okay, that's a very powerful image. Another image which struck. the most was that uh the rods the car stops right in front of the rods and that made us uh, made like she goes back to them so i'm so glad because not everyone got it man not everyone got it some people got it some people didn't get it didn't understand what mm-hmm. yeah and i also love the ending had, the first draft of the script we had written nirbhaya there ha 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 and then as we went closer to shoot one i was not comfortable with using the word hmm So I was like, whoever gets it gets it. I mean, the idea that yeah, yeah, she yeah. says uh, uh, she Shalini says uh, something. She uses a sentence in the film which says, "As uh, as bad as or as nasty as or as afraid mm-hmm. as," and we leave it. There. She doesn't mm-hmm. say nearby. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully the rods kind of do their job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the film was released in that year, mm-hmm. but yeah, it worked for everyone. Hmm. So the that so something like that. How do you uh, do that in your films? like uh, uh if, i i, mean, I don't think you when hmm. i'm writing it uh-huh. just comes in in the script and then that's it yeah it's very natural natural to you yeah a lot of lot of the lot of the beauty to my mind of the film comes in when we are improvising on the set between the actors uh huh because we i take a bound script and then we start changing things around a little mm-hmm. bit on the set mm-hmm. not as much as i i've heard let's say an anurag doing it because mm-hmm. uh i still skip stick to the script quite uh, tightly but we do improvise every scene so for example uh in tota pataka the scene where they make him dance ha huh. that scene the ending of that scene was very different in writing and we okay. did eight different takes and in every take we got them to do something else like in one take we left the, the door of the garage was open so i told hmm. vinay in his ear that when you the door is they left the door open hmm. so just run run away hmm. in the middle of the scene so he ran away then all of them ran again after him outside hmm. the garage it became a different film on hmm. Uh, or in another scene, I told him that you go and kiss Shagun, hmm. because if you see the scene in the film, she is dancing in a slightly seductive manner with him, uh-huh. the the cop uh-huh. uh, in that scene. Yeah, yeah. So I told him that if she, it was after the next take after that, I said, why don't you kiss her? Because hmm. she is being seductive. So if hmm. she comes and does that again, you kiss her because you are hmm. drunk anyway. You are like hmm. anyway fucked. Hmm. So he did that, and then I thought that she might kiss him back, which might become very interesting hmm. dynamics. That scene. Hmm. 
but she inte instead got angry not as a human being but as an actor she got angry in that moment she got angry she broke the bottle on the ground and the scene went somewhere else completely oh okay so we, we ended up improvising a lot uh, on the set also with the actors mm. so i think okay that, that's so what what is the usual process of working with actors in uh, in your setup i really need to get to know actors well yeah i mean it's uh, as human beings first as people yeah i find it really important and it hmm. it does uh, it may sometimes be odd for people who are just starting off on that journey as to why does this want to person want to have so many coffees with me why do they want to get to know me i normally go and meet people's parents also i normally go and meet their family also okay i find it really important yeah i find it really important to get to know people why so and there are many practical uh, one of the practical reasons is that for example when we did a film like uh, not today which huh. was about a father daughter in some sense i really wanted to cast someone who has no angst against the masculine in her life okay uh because we have like i have angst against the masculine mm-hmm. as i have grown up mm. so i didn't want to cast anyone who has any angst against the masculine mm-hmm. who genuinely is accepting of both genders already mm. that means you are fairly free of gender in your head mm-hmm. in some sense mm-hmm. So that was very important for me. So that's why I needed to go and meet people's parents and meet, see them talking to their fathers and mothers and kind of see a certain balance there. It was really important for me. I mean, many people may not agree with this mm-hmm. point of view, but this is how I see it. Okay. I feel I felt it was really important for me to see that. So I, I like meeting people's parents and I like uh, because I feel that somewhere every okay I'll make it I'll make it try to make it very simple. When you fight with a friend with mm-hmm. a very with a very close friend about something. what saves the day is that hopefully at the core of it you know that that person cares about you loves you and they don't mean bad ha huh. that comes only because you are your friend this same mm-hmm. argument on the road with someone at a bus stop mm-hmm. doesn't work out the same way because yeah. you are not able to resolve it because you don't know them <laughs> so you are going to understand whatever you are seeing on the face of it mm-hmm. which may be a communication error which may be a circumstantial issue which may mm-hmm. be anything you don't have that extra thing ke nahi yaar this person cares about me because finally i think all arguments are solved emotionally not rationally we hmm. spend a whole life trying to solve arguments rationally but it's never rational like someone being pro modi or against modi is an is an irrational argument actually hmm. it is not coming out of it is coming out of you feeling that you feeling uh oneness with hinduism because it gives you some sense of power inside you feeling oneness with a sense of country because it makes you gives you a sense of belonging it it's a lot of emotional things going on inside it's not just whether modi is doing a good job or not that's not mm. the point yeah so i feel like even even with an argument on the road and so i feel that i need to know those actors well enough that if we get into an argument we get into a difference of opinion and it becomes really bad on a film mm. mm-hmm. somewhere you spent enough time with each other to trust mm. the deeper human being and let go of that issue mm-hmm. from both sides because mm. if we don't really like each other in the next moment we can't make films like toda bada they're not films where you can just come and act and go home yeah 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 it's a very cohesive like emotionally huh. uh, it's a it's pretty beautiful actually it's hmm. a very you you come together as one you hmm. really function like one like a like a single machine not hmm. like a separate thing hmm. and machine i mean in a very like beautiful sense not you know devoid of life okay so, so yeah, this that's why that's why i feel that we need to be able to get over conflict with trust mm-hmm. that trust has to be manifested by getting to know each other otherwise hmm. you can't trust like the situation you mentioned where uh, vinay sharma's character kissed shagun yeah. so all the situation yeah. like that i wanted yeah, to ask uh, like if, if she didn't trust me then she would have thought yeah. this is a violation yeah yeah, yeah. but it was not because mm. we had spent 
months on end uh, spending time doing workshops with the character mm-hmm. so they knew that we are this is not aditya getting vinay sharma to kiss uh, uh, sonal hmm. this is uh, this is the filmmaker filmmaker asking mahendra pratap chauhan to kiss shagun and see what shagun is going to do uh-huh. that's it uh yeah trust. that's true man yeah. like this could okay. this could easily be this could easily be construed as a mm-hmm. but of course ideally you have these conversations at the beginning that we will improvise mm-hmm. and it will be in the zone of the film mm-hmm. like that also vinay knew shagun uh, vinay knew sonal and he had worked on a play in a play with her many years ago okay and done lots of rehearsals with her so she uh-huh. knew this man and she uh-huh. anyway had some faith on him ha uh-huh. ha uh-huh. So that's another thing that was important for mm. her. That it's not someone she doesn't know, you know, mm-hmm. and then she feels violated in any way. It was someone mm. who she actually had much more comfort with him than me because okay. she knew me for one month, but she uh-huh. knew me for years uh-huh. in some sense. Okay. So I mean, you have to be mm. careful because finally these are human beings and they can get scarred. You've got to be careful yeah, yeah, yeah. what you're doing. Exactly. It is a film. Huh. Uh, another another thing from the same film where uh, Vinay Sharma's character locks the shutter down and uh, there is only Chitra with him. inside that garage thing and then uh, he pins her down and the visual which disturbed me the most when he pins her down and then he starts like tries to hump her so was that improvised was it there improvised man that was just vinay vinay being mahendra pradap chauhan oh i couldn't yeah. have thought of that only one second uh-huh. uh, alarm is ringing yeah yeah coming in your podcast yeah sorry yeah so, that was just vinay doing his thing at that point okay so that was again improvised yeah yeah and okay. it, it was it worked really well because uh, chitra got even more angry because of that uh, and yeah the, yeah the credit, even the i did i'll give chitra ha huh, i'm sure man and the credit i'll give chitra is that she is really mature as an artist uh, i will never find someone as her eq and her maturity to deal with the craft of acting and the job is really amazing it's like i had to just tell her once that i think uh, Chitra, Chitra's character in the film has to be bald. Hmm. She lost a whole year of work because of that. And my films don't have enough money to support someone for even hmm. one and a half months. Hmm. I mean, basically, we can pay actors enough to for them to survive in a decent pay for those two months that they work hmm. with us. Hmm. We are not able to pay actors to survive hmm. in such a way that the whole year, obviously, hmm. the whole year can be taken hmm. care of. No chance of that. Hmm. Uh, speaking. So it affects. Yeah, so okay. that's really professional. So the same thing. Like when Vinay does something like that, she doesn't. get hmm. upset about it personally she's hmm. seeing it as a character she reacts as a character in fact real actors thrive on that kind of stimulus uh-huh. i mean which you must have seen in theater also hmm. they're waiting for that kind of stimulus because it hmm. brings out such a natural reaction hmm. from them okay and then we also a sweet guy Sorry. so immediately after that he'll apologize uh-huh. so he goes up to because he doesn't want to like he's very sensitive in his own life hmm. he will at least there'll be a word of i hope you don't mind and then you know you know that it's kind of being balanced out between uh-huh. as people Okay, so uh, you spoke about money. Let's 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 dive into that. That uh, the ty- types of stories you want to tell. Of course, you might be struggling with the money, and uh, yeah, what are the hurdles you have faced? And one more important thing that because right now I shot the first film, and we didn't have money. So what are the compromises you have to you had to make, or you decided that okay, this is the line. इससे ज़्यादा compromise नहीं कर सकते. इसको मैनेज कर सकते हैं हाउ डू यू मैनेज टू गेट द क्वालिटी ऑफ द फिल्म्स यू आर मेकिंग इन द अमाउंट ऑफ मनी यू हैव एंड देयर इज नो राइट आंसर टू दिस दैट्स सो बट इफ आई एम फेस्ड विद सिचुएशन वेयर आई हैव टू शूट विद अ रेड ड्रैगन एंड आई हैव 18 डेज टू शूट बट आई कैन इफ आई शूट विद एन A7S2 वी विल गेट 25 डेज टू शूट आई विल गो विद A7S2 ओके सो दिस इज हाउ आई गो विद इट लाइक आई नो 
and I know many filmmakers in this would take different decisions. Mm. Like they would, you know. So for me, getting the performances right and getting lighting right, the basics right, is mm. much more important than let's say the camera we shoot on mm. or. Uh, and it's the same for then it goes into everything like the kind of lapel mics we use or the kind of hmm. recording we might use. So I think uh, because I really feel that all those things can be overcome by talent, hmm. meaning that a good DOP like Aditi Sharma with an A7S2 is worth two two DOPs with a red dragon. So it just depends on how you look at it. Hmm. Uh, to my mind, so I hmm. feel that like if you give a for example if you give a Belon Fonseca a Sennheiser mic as opposed to something much much fancier hmm. or like much like. Cheaper mm-hmm. recording equipment. Someone who's a real artist themselves mm-hmm. will end up doing a much better job with the same mm-hmm. instrument. So I think that's one of the ways that we choose. We don't choose equipment over the soul of the film. Like mm-hmm. I constantly will give more time to, uh, like I will do about eight takes till I get, for example, eight, nine, ten takes. I will not do more shots. Mm-hmm. It's my. It's something. Of course, even that is changing. This is how I started, and even uh-huh. so now I'm finding some kind of middle ground between. Yeah. Them. But that's why you see that Tikli is all like continuous shots and then it's being uh-huh. edited. So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Actually, they were all long continuous uh-huh. takes. Uh-huh. Uh, whereas with when you see DVR, you realize that we have multiple cameras, cameras and cameras. we have multiple shots. So mm-hmm. that's also changing. But I will normally prioritize like that. Like mm-hmm. if you still ask me, will I do more shots or more takes? I will do more takes because I'd rather get a better performance mm-hmm. than get more shots to save that performance uh-huh. in some. Uh-huh. So that's probably one choice. Uh, what about the permissions? Because you shoot in real locations. What yeah, about no permission? No permission. Zero. So how Zero. do you manage? We've never had a permission in our life. <laughs> so how do you manage that? I don't know the answer to that because we just go and shoot, man. Okay. Meaning, we like in not today when we're shooting, not today we're shooting on Lincoln Road in Bandra with a woman who's in a yellow Rida at two two a.m. breaking down on a divider in the middle of the road. So, hmm. the, and you know we are becoming unfortunately a slightly Islamophobic nation. Unfortunately, so people used to keep calling the cops and saying that Burke me aurat ro rahi hai This was their understanding of it. Okay. So the cops used to come every every half an hour. Used to come, man. So we used to have like two ADs kept at different distances as lookouts, uh-huh. and they used to have to tell us that when the cop is because linking road is a straight road, na? Yeah, yeah. Cops yeah. are let's say not intelligent enough to come from the side road. So they used to only come from the straight road. Fortunately for me, in that situation. Or they're not being shrewd enough at that point. I mean, I'm mm. not, I don't diss them because thanks to them, you can actually walk around in Bombay at any point. Mm. Uh, so every half an hour, we used to have to wrap our entire setup and go away, talk to them. Then what I used to do is I used to get the youngest AD in the team. Mm. The mistake is that normally the producer goes in, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, to be the savior of everything. Uh-huh. I used to get the youngest AD who was twenty, who's twenty-two, mm. and she's Maharashtrian. I should get mm. her to do the talking. I should uh-huh. fuck off from there. The producer uh-huh. doesn't have to be there only. Uh-huh. Because they, the minute the producer comes in, they can they know that this is where the money is going to come from. Uh-huh. But if it's a 22-year-old Maharashtrian girl who's talking to you in Marathi and saying, "Zaudiana, Zaudiana, I call it will mind," so uh-huh. on and so on, and she has nothing else to say, like she's uh-huh. going to keep saying that for half an hour. So at some point, they just get fed up and they leave. Uh-huh. Because she has, there is no other card for them to play. It's this girl, <laughs> poor girl, who is you know, like if she takes a video of you harassing her, your job will go tomorrow. That's uh-huh. the world we live in right uh-huh. And I know that that nobody uh-huh. wants to. Give, Great trouble for a 22-year-old girl who's a modern girl who can speak Marathi and is also can speak English and is on Facebook. You don't know fuck with that right now. So I used to. That's it. Abha Bhandare, who was our uh, fourth AD on mm-hmm. today, she was dealing with the cops, man. Mm-hmm. I told okay. her that I'm standing just at the end of the lane. Uh-huh. So if it gets too much for you, you call me. Huh. 
but till you can you deal with it okay so five times the cops came and each time we spoke she spoke to them mm-hmm. and i was not there only mm-hmm. and uh, that's it so we they used to go away they used to get fed up they said don't do it again i'm letting you go this time i'm letting the camera go then we used to go back and shoot so the fifth time they came they were i saw from their body language only they wanted to hit us because it huh. was the fifth time they had come and yeah, yeah. so i went in front and then he lifted his lati and i just went like that put my head down out uh-huh. and then we just let it go and we left but we okay. got our shots by then okay but this is another reason that i get to know actors really well because in the audition you are in a closed room hmm anyway right very emotional scenes as you've seen hmm. in tota and yeah, yeah, yeah. very emotional scenes huh. the actors it's a it's like a matlab tum nichod jaate ho nichod jaate ho you know nothing left you by the end of the day but in the audition you're doing it in a closed condition room hmm. in the film you're going to do it on a, on a street cops will be coming you have to hmm. run away you have to come back and perform again so that's why i also do many levels of auditions with actors and most actors okay. understand it only when they shoot the film uh-huh. till then till then they are like sala mera 20 saal ka body of work hai main do audition to de chuka hu like every actor by the time the third audition happens is fed up रुचा So when then I'm doing very long answers. No 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 I want to know more. Yeah. So uh, okay. okay so you uh, face this uh, cops issues you are ready to compromise on the technical end but not on the uh, uh, story end which makes sense which is the way to go we can see that in your films. What are the other things which uh, affect the film because we like we lack of money like distribution like what happens to the film after it's I think short, the sound the sound the sound has suffered in my films and now we are trying mm-hmm. to make that better like with devi or hero i think the sound is better than the first two films mm-hmm. and not today is the best sound design that i've had till now okay and hopefully hopefully on i am no hero we have we end up working with an even more like experienced sound mm-hmm. designer mm-hmm. so sound is i think the place that we have like in tikli lakshmi real sound has a lot of issues even on you know, mm-hmm. like you'll have someone talking in a truck sound goes on yeah, top yeah, or you yeah. have a disturbance sound uh-huh. those kind of things have been an issue uh so over there you have to dub or you try to actually, manage nothing else we never really we've never really had to lose like in tikli the layman looks at tikli and says are paisa nahi hoga isliye itna shaky camera hai but wo choice tha matlab it is handled for a reason ha 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 in india we see handled because we've grown up seeing cinema in a very stylized or very yeah. stable yeah. manner So uh-huh. the the layman looks at Tikli and feels paisa nahi, but paisa nahi tha. Tikli was the most expensive film till, till today. Okay. Yeah, Tikli's I'll... budget was three times what it is of the what my other films have cost. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, in Tikli, the major part, yeah. like a lot of scenes are shot on the road where they stand in the night. So over there, you must have shot for multiple days or multiple nights, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, any issues over there because uh, yeah, like there it was a busy road, shot, so. Sound wise, yeah, yeah. At that point, we had an executive team. We went into a busty uh, called Buddh Nagar. Mm-hmm. It's also called Gautam Nagar, Buddh Nagar. Filter Pada is the area in Andheri East. And uh, we went into a busty there, and we met this lady. I won't give a name here because I don't know whether she liked the name. But she became the executive producer, and she used to organize rallies for the Congress. Okay. For the youth Congress. Uh huh. The best way to 
she was like a venu nayakan she was like a godmother basically of that mm-hmm. area so like she used to slap people and all while you know talking young lady yeah. yeah she was 30 years old younger than me and good looking lady you know you never look mm-hmm. at her and think that she beats people up and then she can mm-hmm. stab someone and she was oh. a proper goon <laughs> so she became our ep okay so she was given like x amount of money and that money was a lot of money for her uh-huh. so i told her that this is the money i'm giving you let let's say if you give someone like that saying in a bus 8 to 10 lakhs and tell them that you need to handle location locations mm-hmm. for the entire film and all she has to do is negotiate with cops actually mm-hmm. so that's all she did like i didn't have to get into it at all oh okay how much she got how much they got i didn't i didn't care i was like mm-hmm. man this is my budget you take it and you get to the location so she was so it's like when we shot those girls being drunk at marine drive uh-huh. that's actually the most dangerous thing because if you try to go and shoot a film at marine drive you get caught in 20 yeah. minutes yeah 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 so we had six girls and one of them is drunk and uh-huh. that's a long scene if you see uh-huh. that scene at marine drive where uh-huh. they're talking about you know it's like my mumbai ka king kaun scene something uh for that scene that lady from the basti was actually able to uh, get two cops to stand there and protect us so two oh. cops with their bullets were standing there uh-huh. so there were any cars to come around uh, they used to think that we have permission because there are cops protecting us uh-huh. so she did all that like and i just learned oh, nice. from her so with not today uh, we just didn't even have an ep who was doing that job we didn't okay. get nobody not today uh-huh. we went and we shot in the metro we shot in the trains we shot on a platform we shot in uh the metro platform we shot on the over bridges we shot mm-hmm. on marine drive we shot in so lanes, for we shot in taxis for metros and everything what cameras are you using because the setup cannot be too big sorry e7s2 e7s2 aha okay with ultra prime, ultra prime lenses each mm-hmm. okay so let's go back a little bit uh, to your research process because all the films are uh, they they don't feel like fiction they feel like this is the uh, so so what is the research process how did you get let's first talk about tickly bomb because it's something it's in mumbai like it's, you have seen that but to go inside that uh, whole prostitution thing for your research what was that like i did end up talking to a lot of them over mm-hmm. time uh some of them also became friends okay in some sense none of them work there anymore because we are talking about a very long time ago because i had done this research when i did in taxi not mm-hmm. when i had made tikki and lakshmi okay so it was like 10 years ago more than 10 uh-huh. years ago uh-huh. uh i just realized that they work under like the safety i kind of understood the safety issues with mm-hmm. the way they were and what is the general of course it differs from area to area the kind of hierarchy that we had in tikki and lakshmi doesn't exist in every brothel in bombay it's very different everywhere okay but in general in in, in juhu area there used to be this rickshaw thing where सेक्स meaning that it's great for them that you don't they don't have to ask sex and they have to just answer some questions for one hour but that's basically they are not going to give you time huh. so that was the only way to do it okay. like you negotiate for the sex of it and then say that actually i just want to ask you questions huh. so they like chalo bach gaye i mean it's like mm-hmm. easier easier job mm-hmm. that's how i used to talk to them because i don't mm-hmm. think anyone had time for my stupid questions because mm-hmm. they was dealing with real real life okay so i'll i'll uh, go back a little bit more that uh, right now the way you are making films how much of that comes from fti like how much uh, how much how important is a film school going to a film school i think the core ethos of 
of everything that I am as a writer hmm. and everything I am as a filmmaker comes from FTI. Okay. Because everyone on my film sees it as their film. Hmm. There is a sense of esprit de corps mm-hmm. on the film, like a, like, uh, yeah, like you all are comrades in a mm-hmm. in a revolution. I think mm-hmm. that feeling is there on every film that mm-hmm. we make. Mm-hmm. So there is, in fact, I won't tell you the name of the film because I think I don't know those people want to put this information out. But we we've paid. There's one of the films on which we paid all the technicians and the actors equal. So there are things that we keep doing to try to. Uh, we try to keep doing things like that because I think it just creates the correct vibe, and I think that's come from FTI. Because when you're FTI, you're studying, so if you're, as you must be knowing, you're editing department, you're studying, so you're light, light, you're taking photos, you're camera, you're helping, you're writing, you're helping, you're camera, so you're editing, you're helping, you're acting, you're doing. So that's where it comes from. So I find film schools are very important to create a certain core ethos in how you see things. If you're very born and brought up in Bollywood and Bandra, then I think it becomes. Very difficult to see films without a hierarchy. Hmm. In some sense, of course there is a hierarchy, and I am uh-huh. the biggest gunda on that set. I mean, there is no way that, that can change. Otherwise, it won't get made only. Uh-huh. So you, every gully का सबसे बड़ा एक ही गुंडा होता है, and uh-huh. that has to be the film maker. Uh-huh. But other than that, emotionally, everyone sees it as their own film. They don't see it as yeah. as they're coming to work and they're working uh-huh. for me. Definitely uh-huh. not. Uh-huh. So that helps a lot. Okay. Okay. So let's. I think let's creating that. Uh, is a is a big challenge. Like most filmmakers, may be good in terms of talent and all, mm-hmm. but uh, if you're not able to be a people's person, it's mm-hmm. very difficult to make. Mm-hmm. True. So uh, let's let's come to this one thing you said in your TED talk that when people ask you that, "Are you big picture? Kab banana? Big picture? Kab banana? You you're like, why do you want to go big when you can go deep? So that yeah, thing really true. stuck with me, and I can see that in your film. So can you elaborate more on that? Like, what do you mean by that? I think somewhere in me there is a fear of dilution. Hmm. Uh, as it is, as an artist, you're struggling yourself with. See, I don't live Tikhli and Lakshmi Bomb's life anymore. I'm living in Singapore right now, as you're talking to me. Hmm. So it's like me or an Anurag Kashyap, you know, now now with 250 pairs of shoes in his house. Hmm. Anurag Kashyap is not the man who wrote and made Black Friday. Hmm. So for for us as artists, because as you are doing better with mm-hmm. your life, and when I'm saying better, or let's say let's say let's say you have a little more little more money in your life, for example, mm-hmm. and if you are not in as much contact with that real world as you used to be when you were younger, mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. I'm in Singapore because my wife works here. So, mm-hmm. but my point is that I'm not standing on the road in Bombay right now. Yeah, I'm not spending this. So you are always fighting that dilution anyway, mm-hmm. because tomorrow, जो plug point की अर्धिंग जो है वो पतली होते जा रही है. जैसे एज यू ग्रोइंग होल्डर एंड एज यू गेट स्लाइटली मोर सक्सेसफुल तुम्हारी अर्निंग वैसे ही डिसअपियर होने वाली सो वो एक डायरेक्शन तो चल ही रहा है अंदर इंसान के तो एटलीस्ट वो बाहर वाला डायरेक्शन तो मैं अवॉइड कर लूँ कि मतलब एक स्टार को एक तरीके से शूट करना है अब एज एस एड अभी विद्या बालन रस्ते आप वो रस्ते पे विद्या बालन के साथ शूट ही नहीं कर सकते क्योंकि आपको पूरा क्रिएट करना पड़े कैसे करोगे या तो थप्पड़ जैसे जो सीन है जब वो साइकिल चला रही है तो दिल्ली बांधी है दो ऐसा करना पड़ेगा 
your like uh, not going big ah, so but that, going deep the deep thing the yeah, deep yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's basically it so i think one is always fighting dilution within any way Hmm. And the best way to deal with that is that I am talking about where I am in that journey now. Like mm-hmm. Davio Hero, uh, I really wanted to talk about what is the core. If you generalize, what is the core of every sexual situation that is not okay? Hmm. It is sexualizing someone you should not be sexualizing, and hmm. that spills out of your head into life itself. Mm-hmm. Because sexualizing people, we are not supposed to sexualize in our heads. So how do we know? I think almost all of us are guilty of. in some sense mm-hmm. it could be your friend's girlfriend mm-hmm. it could be your aunt it could be your mm-hmm. teacher it could mm-hmm. be a therapist it could be anyone mm-hmm. we don't know now we don't know what's going on in people's minds mm-hmm. and we know that we have the potential each one of us has the potential to kill to plunder to loot mm-hmm. to do everything mm-hmm. as human beings unfortunately even the mm-hmm. biggest saint has the potential mm-hmm. that's why valkyrie valmiki writes the the mm-hmm. you know, ramayana that's, mm-hmm. that's just how it is. uh who was anguli mal before that uh so So I just feel that all I've done is that I like that's why I wrote Divya Hero that I wanted to get to the mind of a sexedic and see how it is for him to be dealing with that inside. Mm-hmm. He's sexualizing someone who he should not be sexualizing, and his inner journey. Mm-hmm. So what I'm doing by making that film is being true to where I am. Like in my feminist journey, I am not just seeing men as bad people anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly now understanding where they're coming from, and mm-hmm. it's quite beautiful. Like mm-hmm. you can understand where men are coming from, and the fact that why do now like seventy. Uh, Sixty to seventy percent of suicides in every country are male. Hmm. Why? It's a statistical fact. Because there is no expression of emotion. There is no expression of like how many of us have sat together and spoken about how we sexualize women and what parts mm-hmm. are all right, what parts are not really very cool. Mm-hmm. Men don't sit talk about these things. Mm-hmm. However sensitive and woke you may think you are, even mm-hmm. me, I have not sat and done this conversation with mm-hmm. so many people, even with my best friend. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just feel that. As long as I feel going deep to me is about being true to which part of that journey I am on. Like I cannot make it clear anymore. Hmm. Men are all just bad, and there are just two good men: the ACP and that Atul, hmm. the Panwala. There are two good men in the entire hmm. film. Hmm. Is an asshole. I can't make that film myself anymore. I don't believe that. Hmm. So when I say going deep, it's just about being true to where you are on that journey. Hmm. Uh, genuinely, it's like if you currently are in a phase in your life where you feel this film industry sucks, it's a fuck all place, and it's just full of chaplusi and fuck it. Then make a film about that. Don't at that point in your life you are going to try to make a film which is like luck by chance or you know or not luck by chance. Luck by chance is exactly this. But if you try to make a film which is something completely different, mm-hmm. then you then you then you are not you get a you become a uh, as it is society and uh, our upbringing and everything around us mm-hmm. wants us to be two people a persona and a real person mm-hmm. with shadow sides, mm-hmm. right? As it is, we are a dichotomous being. Like a lion in the forest wants to have sex, he has sex. Hmm. But a human being is conditioned by so many things that everything has become segregated. Hmm. So you are already a persona. Like I am Aditya Dipani, the feminist filmmaker. That's my persona. Hmm. But don't I lust after women in my head? Of course I do, man. I mean, I'm I'm a human being. Hmm. So you know. But we want to see people like you know. Yeah. Uh, the difference is the other person. I don't let it out into my life, and I don't hmm. do anything. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's no other difference. It's not mm-hmm. like I am different from other people. Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to say is that we already have these opposite warring parts mm-hmm. in our head, which are pulling us in opposite mm-hmm. directions. Then, if you start trying to give a voice to someone else's agenda, then you're fucked. Mm-hmm. So for me, going deep is to try to deal with all this inside mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with this shit outside because mm-hmm. if I deal with, I'm constantly dealing with that. Then I'm not able to free myself from inside. And I feel that I'm able to make this cinema that I'm able to because I'm giving voice to my own journey at that point in time. Mm-hmm. 
Devi or hero is not what I used to think when I was making Tikli or Lakshmi. Mm-hmm. And not today is not how I saw gender when I was making Tikli or Lakshmi. So you will see a movement in that as you see, like now we are actually yeah. two films ahead of what you see. You already see two more films. So uh-huh. my journey, I'm ahead, and I'm, I'm uh-huh. making in my mind, I'm making I am no hero, which I'm doing uh-huh. in February. Uh-huh. Which is actually three films ahead of where you see me. You see, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, y